I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Bradford. Baseball is not boring. And I'll tell you who's not boring. Nick Puto. My pick to click for media personality for 2023. There you go. Yeah, you, know, you, might not even want, you might not even want it, Nick, but I'm going to tell, tell the world that you could be that if you want it. Hey, you know what? Coming from you, that sounds all right. Yeah, I don't know if I want that or not, but hey, if, if Brad Foe says it, then that's got to be something. It's nice to have those options. Uh, and so I was, I was down at Citizens Bank Park because – I always like to drive six hours to hang out on the rain, rain out. And, uh, but I like to mingle with the, with the media types there. It was good to see everybody there. It was, it was good, you know, get to get the vibe, talk to people in the parking lot. And I told people, I said on the field, I said, you know who we have coming on? World Series correspondent, Nick Punto. And to a person, Nick, they're like, man, he's awesome. He is awesome. So there you go. Your 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 brand has never been hotter here at the World Series. I'll tell Plus you you're wearing what, a Phillies that, jersey. That's a special group out there in Philly. They they just like the Red Sox, they kind of just built their brand from within and it's the same people running the show from the uh people in the mailroom all the way to the top. It just seems like they just kind of breed from there. And best media dining in the league. You know why? <laughs> you know you know why? Because as I said, somebody said to me today, it's not complicated. They're nice people and they serve ice cream. I mean, it's right. Did you go get a Did you go get a Philly cheesesteak? Once you got no. rained out, did you go across the street and did you pick Geno's or did you pick Pat's? And if you didn't, my- then you just didn't. Why would you drive to Philly and not grab a cheesesteak? <laughs> I, I'm asking myself a lot of questions today, Nick. But you know what, Rob? Bring me the one fact- back if you're not going to have it. Oh, Coop's here. Coop's here. I'm right. taste that, <laughs> Coop, you eat one of those, buddy. I would. I, I would I inhale know. one of those right now. You got to go, Geno's. I'm a Geno's guy. Are right. you? I'll, so that's so, Nick Punto's sign of approval. Geno's. So when you played for when you played for the Phillies, is this was this like a thing that you just walked across the street after every game? You, we didn't have to because the, the – uh, and you guys probably already know this. I'm sure you do, Rob, but 
the uh, the best cheesesteak in Philadelphia is actually in the visiting clubhouse. Oh, and really? Every player knows about it. It's there's no reason to go to Geno's or Pat's. But if you don't have access to the visiting clubhouse, then you have to go across the street. Oh, I didn't. I did. I all I knew yeah, was it, about Chick Chick Fil A in spring training. I did not know about the visiting clubhouse yeah. for the Phillies being good cheesesteaks. See, there you I go. Record, there's actually records on the wall. Uh, and I think uh, Carlos Silva still holds the the daily record of eating eight Philly cheesesteaks in one day. Is that true? Oh, I could beat that. I could beat yeah, there's that. a rec- I, I believe they still have standings and a record and, you know, like how many Philly cheesesteaks someone has eaten in one day. And I believe it's – I still think it's Carlos Silva put away eight. Did you, did you witness anybody who, like, said, okay, you know what? We get some time on our hands. I'm going to go after Carlos Silva's record. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. No, there. It's always the guys that are on the DL, you know, kind of like traveling with the team. Obviously, they have nothing to do, so they're gonna just give it like <laughs> give it a shot. But eight is just a huge number, like eight yes. sticks. It doesn't big, even bigger, matter. Bigger challenge? Hours. Is it the Wade Boggs challenge or is it the Philly cheesesteak challenge? It's it's the same thing, Coop. I mean, we're talking <laughs> either way. It's really tough, right? You, we could go. You're right. You're go right. Back to our college days when you said. Can you drink a gallon of milk and hold it down? Like, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, this what's better than baseball and and gorging yourself with, with basically carbs and alcohol. I mean, that's <laughs> America right there. That's why it's America's sport. There's nothing better than the sideshows in baseball. I, I guarantee there's no other sport that has sideshows like we have, right? Well, the whole the whole clubhouse dynamic is bizarre. Like I said, Nick, you know, you probably and uh, you know, the thing is, is that so the media, we don't a lot of times we don't get to see like what you guys are eating, right? Because the it's in the back. Oakland is like the only place we get to see it, where because the visiting clubhouse sucks so bad, like they have to (laughs) eat sit and eat right in front of us. And and we're sitting there in eleven thirty at night, and they're carting out like the lobster and the steak. I'm like, what what's happening? But I always remember in spring training, bizarrely, bizarrely, if Chick Fil A came in to the clubhouse in spring training, it was like these trillionaires would be like scrambling to get it. Like you can go to the mall and get Chick Fil A. I, <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. There's something about that chicken sandwich, though. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, listen, we've already we've already solved a lot of problems in the last five minutes. Um, but uh, so I we are thrilled to have you as a World Series correspondent. You have agreed to. We were you originally going to pop on after Game Three. There's no Game Three because of rain. Like I said, you know, I uh, st- swung on by to make sure that everyone was present. Congratulations, by the way, Justin Turner, Roberto Clemente Award. Like sincerely, that's like a great honor. Um, seems like a really good guy. Uh, was the first. And by the way, Coop, you'll get you appreciate this. So after the Roberto Clemente Award happened, presentation, he's there with his wife and everyone's congratulating him. I quarter him. I say, Justin, I just want to introduce myself. Um, you were the first person to wear a baseball isn't boring t-shirt on camera. I just want to thank you. <laughs> like, which I'm sure it meant a lot to him as his moment. I mean, he did beat, he beat Joe to it. Correct. 
Right. He made so Nick. He like Justin. So we sent handed out these baseballs and boring T-shirts, which are obviously you're on the way for you, millions of them. But um, Justin Turner did like a highly produced video of him getting his stuff out of the car for spring training, wearing a baseballs and boring shirt, which sort of like was the springboard to everything. So what a year it has been to him, punctuated by uh, this honor. And the honor being me congratulating him. So anyway, uh, um, so rain out. So as we said, we're thrilled that I, I can't say this enough. Like, Nick, I am so happy that you agreed to come on with us because, number one, we love talking with you. We love talking trash with you. You're in the fantasy football league. I don't know. I think you're sort of somewhere in the middle. Congratulations on that. Um, but I'll it's also – Upper, kind of upper echelon, but that's okay. I mean, it's honestly, it's not bad. It's not bad for someone who literally was like trying to, to see so thought his computer screen was like a touch screen or something. He's in second place in his division, so I got to give him that. Oh, he is? Figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, um, but yeah, we're so thrilled because like you've obviously, you, you've, you have a great perspective on a lot of things. But so when this rain out happens, you're like, oh, man, I was really looking forward to talking to Nick after the game and breaking things down. But then but then, holy mackerel, the clouds parted, not literally, but figuratively. And here it is. You are a perfect person in so many ways to have on right now because you tell me why, Nick. You tell me. You nailed it, buddy. You did your research. So game six of the World Series, the biggest game of my career, the biggest game of my lifetime, probably one of the greatest games in the history of baseball, doesn't happen without a rainout. It does not happen without that rainout. And and so to, uh, uh, as we sit here right now, the game has been – game three was rained out. I couldn't believe it, Nick. It was the first World Series rainout since that day. Since that day, that day before Game 6 of 2011 that you played in. I know. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I'm sitting on the couch, excited to watch the game, looking forward to it, looking forward to talking to you guys after the game. And then that rainout occurs, and I'm like, gosh, I wonder if there's something to this. Is, it, does it, is there an advantage either way? And uh, in my opinion, in Game 6, we had the advantage, meaning – we got Chris Carpenter back on the mound for game six, who basically carried us into the playoffs. And then uh, probably the biggest game in that playoff stint besides that game six of the World Series was game five of the NLDS against, uh, against the Phillies. Chris Carpenter, Roy Holiday, the, it was just bananas. The media went crazy about it. And uh, they both did exactly what they were supposed to do. And we won the, we won the game by one run. And it was like, I want to say three to two or two to one. It was no run scored, Holiday Carpenter, uh, game five NLDS. And then he just did, kept doing that. So we got to the, we, in the NLCS, he dominated. Chris Carpenter was the reason we won, that we got to the playoffs, but the reason we actually won the World Series. A, a, so, a huge part. So, t- so take me back. So you guys, you lose game five. You fall in a three-two hole, and you, then you have the rainout. And like what you're saying is, because of that rainout, Carpenter was able to pitch Game Six. Exactly. Correct. Yep. So okay. We, uh, yep. We go to we go to Texas. 
uh, one to one at home, and then we go to Texas, get game three, and then we lose game four and five in Texas. So we come home down three to two, just like you said. Okay. Uh, down three to two, we get home. We're excited about the game. It's raining, and it's 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 just hard to tell. But by the time the game started, the rain was gone. I mean, at seven o'clock, it was just the most beautiful day. They postponed the game probably a couple hours before that, um, and, and for for many reasons, right? I mean, MLB has the reasons they do what they do. They don't want you know you to lose a starting pitcher, whatever it is. I understand that whole thing, but honestly, like that was so big for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2011. I mean, so 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 by so what you're saying is they postponed the game, and by the time the game that was supposed to start, it was nice out. It was was nice. Yeah, it was gorgeous. I don't know if that was. Do you think? But yeah, but it's a good point, like about MLB, you know, not wanting to burn, and that's what they did here. I'm sitting in the bowels of Citizen Bank park and and you know i was privy to the the murmurs like, hey it's gonna be it's already banged it's already banged i mean this is probably an hour and a half before the game but um but yeah they don't want they don't want anybody to like, rain delays to burn anything but so the question i guess i have for you looking back at that if you don't know i don't know how i've never played in a world series game coop have you played in a world series game uh, Little League, yes. Ended up winning. Okay. No big All right. deal. Okay. Any rain delays? Any uh, rain delays, Hawk? You know, I, I can't think of any right now, no. But, by the way, when you're in Little League, how bad does it suck when it rains? I mean, it's like that's like the worst. It's a day <laughs> rain because often it's like a weekend game, so now you have to wait till the next weekend. I mean, getting rained out, you only play twice a week and you get one rained out. It's like you go home Brutal. and cry or crying about it. So yeah, worse. no, it's not worse than Major League Baseball. So anyway, when um, so when you go into that, Texas has the momentum. Looking back at it, I don't know if you remember. Did it feel like, hey, man, you know, it, it, this is we 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 hope for the best. We we believe in ourselves. We get to this point, but 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 the momentum three two down three two, playing right away. It's going to be tough. Did, did do you remember feeling that at all? We, you know what? Honestly, we didn't. We had we had such a, a unique group of uh, unbelievable veterans with with Albert Pujols and Matt Holliday and Chris Carpenter and Adam Wainwright, who was on the deal with Tommy John surgery all year, but he was still in the dugout with us, being that unbelievable leader he was. Um, Skip Schumacher, who was one of my best friends, just got a job in Miami. Congratulations to Skippy. He was incredible. Coach. What's that? Bench coach. Uh, we'll see. Uh, did, oh, did I say bench coach? One day, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, no, we just had such a great group, and then obviously our leader Tony Larusa, uh, kind of was like it. It felt like his last hurrah, meaning he was just on cloud nine with the team and the way he was running the show. Um, he was incredible. We we just had a great nucleus of guys, and. Uh, our, our rookies were amazing. Let me talk about those rookies real quick. John Jay, Alan Craig, uh, Daniel Descalso. Mm. Somebody. But they were just stuck. Like, mm. our whole team, to me, was a lot like these Philadelphia Phillies today. Like, they're just a good group of guys. They didn't play to their potential. Like, I think we won 89 games that year that we won the World Series. And this Phillies team won 87 games. But 
they are gelling together, playing really well together, and they're kind of playing against a juggernaut, which in the Houston Astros, because uh, you know if you if you match them up on paper, they are a juggernaut. You know, they they kind of beat up. You know, if you by every position, it's almost like they're just a little bit tougher, a little stronger. But baseball is unique. It's not boring. Baseball is not boring. Definitely isn't. Clipping that. <laughs> because of this, like the SEC football, like no way Georgia can lose to somebody in the Pac-12. There's just no way, right? But baseball, it can happen. And that's what's so freaking unique about baseball. And so I, love, it, I love go ahead, the Phillies can play against a juggernaut like the Astros and have a good chance to beat them. So as a player, when you see, like, I mean, like, the Dodgers for, it seems like a decade now, Houston now for like the last six years, how, like you said, they're a juggernaut and they're able to just scrape together these hundred win seasons. Like it's no issue, but each of them combined have one world series of peace to, to like put their name to it. It, it, Does that just go and show you like how difficult it, like you just have to punch your ticket to the postseason and knowing as a player, like, Hey, anything can happen at this point. And hope for the rain outs. Yeah. Yes, and there is there is something to be said about um, experience. Like the the Yankees, all, all those years where they did win two in a row, and then they I think they three peated. Did they three peat, or is that in two thousand one when they should have? When the whole two thousand one they lost. Yeah, we we're rooting for them. The entire country was finally rooting for the Yankees, and they lost to the uh, Diamondbacks in two thousand one. Right. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep. That was after the trade center. Yeah, that is correct. Yep. But anyway, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say. So, um, I want to go back. So to that game, to that, that feeling when you have the rainout. So, like we've we've established the fact that no, if there was no rainout, you still felt good because of the, the construction of the team, the momentum that you had, you know, despite the loss, despite falling in three two. But did does a rain out like this, you know, so, you know, I'll, I'll spin it forward to the, this Phillies team. Now they're coming off a loss. They're coming off like a reminder how good this Houston team is. Does this sort of thing allow you to sort of regroup, regroup a little bit and say, all right, okay. You know, it's going to be okay. We lost the last game, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think this is a little bit above that pay scale, meaning that's how they felt today if they were playing. Like this group of guys with Schwarber and, and Harper and the, the, the way they're playing, even these young kids like the Bohm and Stott, like all these kids, the way they're playing, there's nothing that's going to get in their way of their confidence. They are super confident. They're super confident and there's nothing that can get in the way. This is more above their grade, meaning this is the GM. Now, what is he going to do? Is he going to come back is he going to use cinder guard is it or is he going to go to the lefty with with the slow heartbeat like right they've so already this they've nothing, all, this has, yeah this has nothing to do with the 25 guys in the clubhouse for me this is more like what are they going to do the, the the players could care less they're they're confident both teams are playing with some confidence i i think it's just more what are they going to do what's the personnel going to Be, do before i forget do you remember what you did once you found out the game was rained out cuz this is another thing I mean, these guys, oh, wait a second. We're back home at 8 o'clock. We're back at the hotel at 8 o'clock. Like, yeah. what do you do? Do you do you get together as a team? Did, what, what did you do? No, so, well, the home guys, the home guys are, they're more miserable. 
if this makes sense. So the Phillies are more miserable because they have grandmas in, in town. They have aunts in town. Uncles are in town. So now they got to go to, they got to go host them to a dinner that where their, their, their hearts can be pounding. Like there's no relaxing in the world series. Nobody's relaxed. There's no such thing. The only time you can relax is when the game starts. So at, at five Oh five tomorrow, you'll see all 50 players relaxed finally. But right now, they're pooping in their pants. They don't want to be sitting down with grandma, eating tea and drink, or dr eating crumpets and drinking tea with grandma and grandpa. But the grandma and grandpa are in their apartments right now. That's who's in their apartment right now because they hosted everybody. You're, you're at home. It's just how it is. But it's, it's actually kind of miserable. This was my experience in St. Louis. I had 12 people in my house before game six. Uh, my dad's sleeping on the couch. My mom's over here. They're divorced. It was just an absolute s show. So it was a mess. <laughs> it was a total mess. But the the organized chaos kind of took my mind off what what was coming. But but really, there's no relaxing in the World Series until the game starts. That's a great perspective. That was that was see. That's why you're the media star of 2023. <laughs> that was. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like that's. That's like that's the stuff that we don't even think about here. And and uh, but then you know so so what you're saying is these guys are running to the field at about eight eight, 8 a.m. Um, ready to go, ready to play, much even more so than they're ready to play now. And um, and then you know and then just spit it just to like to tie a bow on what happened back then, as you said at the outset. Then you just happen to have like the most epic game, one of the most epic games in MLB history. I mean, yeah. that's enough. Part. And, it, and you're right. Like, we don't know what would have happened if you played when the sun came out the day before. But I know this. It wouldn't have been what happened. <laughs> you know? You're right. No, I mean, it's it just you don't know what would have happened. But I know that Chris Carpenter wouldn't have been on the mound. You know, and that was <laughs> that's huge. That, that, that's a big deal. You know, it really is. And that game was okay. so interesting. As you guys remember, I mean that game was so intense. David, what, Freed, uh, David Freed, yeah. David Freeze, who by the way uh, may be on the podcast on Thursday with Rich ah, Hill. Bit yeah. of a teaser. Bit of a teaser. Yeah. There. Oh, there you go. I don't. Know. I mean, who knows? But uh, I'll shoot him a text. I mean, yeah, I mean everybody. Every, yeah, everybody wants to be honest now. So, um, but uh, where were you? So I was looking this up. You came out of the game about halfway through, correct? That game? Well, shoot, yeah. When you say halfway through, I think we played like 15, 16 innings. So, yeah, yeah. I came out seven three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so where were you? So when, when, when all the crap went down at the end, where were you? Uh, you know, we're running back and forth. Like, obviously, I'm in the dugout. I don't like to miss anything. I have serious FOMO. I don't know if you knew that. But I have – so I'm like, I'm always got to be right there. I don't want to miss anything. But – we'd run up and down in the, in the clubhouse and, and check on some of the guys or watch maybe a couple pitches up there. Um, and you know, it was just intense. It, it was just shot for shot. Uh, I think in the 13th, we score a couple and then uh, Josh Hamilton hits a two run homer. Napoli was incredible for the Rangers. Napoli, Mike Napoli would have been the world series MVP if it wasn't, if, if we didn't win it hundred percent. He, and he loved he he oh, he loved talking about that game. I'm God, joking. Yeah, uh, yeah. So here's what here's what it looked like. So you guys ended up winning ten nine. So 
the Rangers score three in the seventh. And uh, and then you guys come back and, let's see, you score one in the eighth, two in the ninth. And yes. then and then they score they score two in the tenth. You guys score two uh, two in the tenth, and of course you scored the run in the eleventh. Yeah, that's that's so. So you guys scored in the last four innings, and you scored in five of the last six. Pretty impressive. It was good. That is big pretty hit, impressive. Unbelievable hits, like big hits. Alan Craig, like I, those rookies I was talking about. Alan Craig, big hit. John Jay, big hit. Descalso, big hit. Um, Schumacher, I believe, got a big hit, and then obviously, uh, Lance Berkman, two strikes, two outs, gets fisted, big hit before the uh, the huge hit by uh, Alan or uh, David Freeze. Yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine as a player, like you like to try and think that like it's just another game, like this is not like something very comparable to something that you would play in the regular season. Yeah. But I mean, in the moment, are you are you trying to your best to be like, oh, well, this is just like this, or is it nothing compares to it? It's yeah. I mean, in the moment, I think it's a little bit like what I just said, where you're so nervous until that game starts. In the moment of any game, whether it's you know July seventh in Kansas City for a day game or the World Series, I feel like every moment, if you're really into the game, kind of feel the same. If that yeah. makes sense, they're yeah. just. There's been, the hair on your neck might stand up a little more, but it's still we're just playing baseball. So right? at what at what point do you kind of like really ingest what has happened, and you're just kind of like I just played a historical game that you know twelve after. years from now I'm going to be talking about. Yeah, definitely after that. Yeah. Oh, my last trick or treater just jumped in here. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. I- the. Uh, and, but you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing is that the Rangers, the Rangers scored. What's your dog's name? Coop. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, Coop. Come here, Coop. Oh, say hi. Say hi. Come here. Uh, it's like the country's most also, popular dog yeah. name for like the last eight years. Man, we have, Cooper, we have two. Town, buddy. Dude, we have two. Coop, Cooper's yeah. town, Coop. We have two coops on the podcast. We can have First two time coops on the podcast. What kind of dog? He, he's, he's as good looking as Coop. Yeah. Who is, oh, be, who is handsome fella? Hey, who who is better hair? Coop the dog it, or Coop the person? It's about a tie. I mean, he's that's a good looking blonde. Coop looks like a good looking blonde. <laughs> mine's a little mine's a little flat today. I've been wow. That all day. Uh, uh, yeah. That's all hey, so so uh, the thing was that historic game devastating loss the rangers come back and score the first in game seven they scored two but this shows something about you guys you come back and score two in the bottom of the first i know boom 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 yeah that was huge too like huge like that was a big like they threw a huge left and then we came back and countered them that was big because after that the game was kind of over i remember yeah remember and you I remember thinking game seven was super boring and it was just, Oh, it was kind of over like in no baseball games ever over, but it just kind of felt like that. Yeah. And, and you came in at the end, right? Defensive replacement or something. Oh yeah. 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 So, so the last question I'll ask about that is what's it like when you win a world series? 
Like when you're because you were in the field for the last hour, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I the it's the most intense feeling I think I've ever felt. It really is. It's it's the the thing you dream about is the thing you hear us all say that we we dreamt about it when we were little kids at five, six, seven years old, throwing balls against a wall, trying to make the last play of game seven. And if we don't throw it perfectly into this little square box, that means it's an error and they, you lose the game for the team. Like I literally played out so many dang game seven series moments or whether it was like I'm hitting in a game or fielding a ball. Like it, it is true. Like it, I, I think that, to a man, almost all of us that made it to the major leagues played out game seven so many times in their lifetime. And I actually got to live it, which is, it was unbelievable. It really did was. You, did you do the uh, throw the glove up in the air, the hat up in the air? <sighs> I did the, yep, the glove was gone, the hat was gone, and it was just pandemonium. And, you know, you're trying, you're hoping nobody gets hurt because you don't want to miss the celebration. It doesn't matter if somebody does. Because you're done playing, but you just want everybody to have a great time celebrating, and that after that little dog pile. But yeah, it was incredible. I mean, it's amazing. Like you, your vertical leap, just it was for, that was the highest you've ever jumped. Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, uh, but so um, so now let's let's talk about this thing. Okay, so we talked about you talked about the Phillies. You know, being probably not as talented as the Astros, but, but, but this, number one, the Phillies on a roll. Rob Thompson is, is pushing, like, he's on a heater, right? I mean, he's he's pushing a lot of the right strings here. And also, because the Astros are deeper, this helps, this rain out, like, this helps the Phillies, I think. I don't think there's any question yeah. about it, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and so, so when you look at this Phillies team, can you see, like, I know who you're pulling for because you're not wearing an Astros jersey right now. Yep. Unless, I mean, is that an Astros hat? I couldn't find this my is... Phillies hats, so it's kind of, it's close. <laughs> uh, do you have, I mean, how come you got wearing your own Phillies jersey? What's going on? What's happening? I wanted to represent J-Roll. I mean, that was my guy. All right. Okay, fair enough. By the way, Coop, member of the Odyssey podcast family, Jimmy Rollins. Is he a member? Oh yeah, he is. That's yeah. right. Him and Ron Darling, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a podcast together. So, um, but so when you look at this, when you look at this, is it like, are you like, okay, this is a team? What, what? Do you, when you look at this team, what do you see, Nick? I mean, you see, we see, we can look at the numbers, we can look at the 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 history of the players and everything else. But your eyes look at it differently. I think. What do you see? I see probably the most important thing I see is one. Thompson has those guys like just pulling from the same side of the rope. There's no doubt about it that that clubhouse is just amazing. And uh, it's, they're all rooting for each other. All the the core guys, like a Schwarber says all the right things. Bryce Harper, who to me, when, when I played against him, he was just a little erratic and wild and just crazy. And now he's grown up into this amazing like leader type athlete that's so easy to root for. And I love watching him play. Um, it, it's, it's a team that's easy to jump on. Like I'm loving watching them play. Like I, I absolutely love watching them. I'm rooting so hard for them. Um, 
they have a shot. I mean, they have a shot because baseball isn't boring. Again, <laughs> but baseball isn't boring. The Astros are supposed to whoop up on these boys, but I promise you they're going to come out slugging tomorrow. We're, they're going to win the game six to four. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. All right. Okay. Prediction. Prediction for yeah. like for the series. What do you got? Uh, seven. And they're going to win in seven. Yeah. It's going to be in two. Wow. We're going to get full chaos. Billy's oh chaos. Oh, tomorrow night. Listen, yeah. I, so I cut my teeth with these boys. My first four years, you know, minor my all my minor leagues was with the Philadelphia Phillies, and then I got to play parts of three seasons with Philadelphia. There is no fan like them. Wait till you see what they do to these Houston Astros tomorrow night. It is going to be <laughs> so insane because they haven't had their chance to tell them how. That that they that they cheated, right? This, well, they already the, they already had Verlander flipping off uh, fans. Yeah, did you see that? No, they already struck oh, yeah, for, him. For, for, yeah, Verlander caught twice flipping off the the Phillies fans. First on the bus, then getting off the bus, and then he took to Twitter oh. and said, "Oh no, I was just trying to have the like have fun along with him." I but I he, I'm uh, on his side with. He was like smiling you are, and laughing during that. Yeah, you know what? It's you know Verlander. what though? Yeah, I get it, but still, it's like. You know, you know, in this day, this is a different day and age, man. Like, yeah, but those are Philly fans. Age. They get it. If anyone's going to get that type of, like, humor, it's going to be a Philly Oh, listen. Cooper I love right it. On. Like, Cooper, that's what the Philly fans wanted. Yeah, like, listen, Philly Boston's a scumbag it. city. Philly's a scumbag city, too. So I get what they're <laughs> they're saying. <laughs> I understand their language. But, hey, uh, scumbag is, like, a beautiful term, though. It is. Like, honestly, is. because the two coolest cities I ever played in are Philadelphia and Boston. There we and have. It's, yeah, it's because of how intense the fan is, and it there's a reason you want to come to the yard, and they bring they elevate you, and it's just a it's a great place. They're too unbelievable. It, it is weird, you know. It's it's St. Louis has a great fan base. I, like obviously they love baseball, they pack. But it, having been to some games here, it is so bizarre where it's it's it seems more like. Oh man, the great game of baseball was a real winner today. <laughs> it's like it's so weird. It, you just nailed it. I so I always say the the problem with the St. Louis Cardinal fan is they're too good. They're too good, and they're paying way too much attention. They all have a scorebook, and they're all keeping score. Right? They're all keeping score when we need them to just go nuts because we just hit an RBI double. Like get out of your stand and, and go crazy. They're just like, nope, we just we scored a run. <laughs> like they all know what's going on. They know everybody knows what's going on in the city. Every like they're just as passionate as Philadelphia and Boston, but they're just a little bit more quiet. It's the king yeah. of the baseball world. Yeah, it is. They, they kind of are. But no, no, I take that back. I've been to some Friday night games in Toronto. Oh my goodness, the uh, yeah. Yeah. Molson's in the paper airplanes the are kicking in. The bats kicking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's St. Louis is like they wouldn't be flipping. They would just be like a tip of the chapeau to you, my fine friend. You know, go go play the great game of baseball. Um, but you know, I like it. It's this is like it's something as long as it's not apathy. I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? No apathy yeah. allowed in baseball. That's right. that's right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we I think we solved a lot of problems tonight. Okay. Not a lot of problems. We got we got to the heart of it. Coop, get some quick sleep, and then we'll do this again tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Let's all go. Right. All right. All right. Thanks, the, the Nick. Post, the post all games right. are fun. I know. Post yeah. games gonna be great. I can't wait. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 